Okay, uh, welcome, good evening everybody. Um, this is a Fulgham Town Council meeting number six. Um, item 74. Joe, do we have any apologies for absence? We have apologies from Councillor Griffiths. Okay. <coughs> and item 75, any declarations of interest? Yes, Lucy Sumner Greengate's community project. And Bernie Wade, Greengate's community project. Thank you. Uh, I'm a member of Cheshire West and Chester Council, if that comes up, and um, also if a Christmas festival comes up, I'm married to one of the organisers. Okay, <laughs> thanks very much, Ian. Uh, item 76, do we have any requests for the public to speak? I see nobody here, so um, I'm gonna, that's a no. Uh, item 77, um, the uh, Neil Flanagan's report, PCSO report was circulated uh, I think this morning to all councillors. Does anybody have any questions for Neil from that report? Yes, could I just have, I noticed you said um, there's been some, quite a lot of activity up there on the road. Yes. Um, I'm pleased to see it's getting reported. <coughs> Is it the same type of activity? Is it, I think, you said drugs and... Yeah, well, I think there's a, there's a few bikes, there's yeah, these electric bikes that are causing us some could you just move a bit forward? I'm not sure how good these microphones are going to be at picking up stuff. So. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's a few uh, electric bikes that are roaming around the area at the moment. We believe that they're going up there to do a bit of drug dealing. and um, They've been spotted up there amongst a, a number of other locations. We're in the process at the moment of planning an operation to get our scrambler bikes because we, if I'm on foot, I never stopped them in a car. We, we tried in Hellsby the other yeah, yeah, we, we were in Hellsby and we saw they actually want to chase us. Oh, they want no, they want us to chase them. Sorry, we were parked up on Ship Street near Weavervale School the other week. We left the house and there's one of the bikes there. They beat the horn and then rode off as though, come on, let's have a chase. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> They've got no helmets on. Um, they dress with balaclavas. Fortunately, we have a lot of people who have the confidence to talk to me and tell me things about what's going on in the area. So I, I know I've got a, at least three names who are, who are riding these bikes. So we're forming a plan for an operation. Unfortunately, with Christmas and everything, it's probably likely to be in the new year now, sometime in January. And we'll make, try and make use of the, um, the drone as well. So we, we, we've got something formulating there, but um, yeah, they're, they're certainly using the hill at the moment yeah. as, as one of their places maybe to do, do dealing. So we're, we go up there, we'll be up there later on tonight again. Could so I just make a comment across the board? Um, that area is actually belongs to the town council. Yeah. And when a member of the public contacts me, you know, they must contact the town council. And I think it is up to us then to report we have got people on our land. Yeah, yeah. It's not up to other. I, I, well, ideally, I'd like the residents to report uh -huh. it in at a time when it's actually happening. Unfortunately, yeah. some it's, people. It's getting are, through. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I do. I, I know there is an issue with 101, but where possible to ring it in at the time, because although they might say, well, there's never anyone around, they don't know there could be someone sat in the fire station doing some admin or just round the corner or in Hellsby 
and actually they might be able to get there and just do something. I've tried so, myself. Yeah, no, I, 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 it, it becomes embarrassing for us, the 101 system, because we're pleading with people, aren't we, to, to report things in, and then people saying they can't get through, and it's been fed back, we keep feeding it back. Um, so, I, I mean, again, yeah. I always emphasise to people to inform <clears throat> as well, yeah. which I think is tapped with the town council because it's our land. We should also fill yeah. in the form yeah. because you know yeah. it's being reported to us, and as a landowner, which yeah. is our land, and yeah. you know the more reports that you get, the more yeah. action we can have taken. Yeah, but but getting reported in by the first part, the person who actually witnesses it, yeah. there's, there's, that's the strongest yeah. way we can get something done. But yeah, by all means, but if there's certainly if there's any damage to property that's owned by yourselves, you know, that's, you know, you're the victim then. So um, yeah, by all means, and reporting it online does exactly the same thing as reporting it by 101. But I, I tend to think if you can get through on 101 and speak to an individual, that's always, that that's the option I would take anyway. It's not very that's easy it. when it's midnight no. and no. one o'clock in the morning. No. Um, <coughs> what's the situation down on Riversdale and Well <laughs> just, Well again, the, the electric bikes are probably causing us more issues down there. The I same. haven't seen any electric bikes. No, I mean well, I walk the dog every day and I've yeah, not seen um, any. on Saltworks there was a, there's been a couple of people we got stopped outside Weaverville School one morning and she said she'd seen them that morning. Right. Um, which contributes some intelligence I got that says they're actually operating from six o'clock in the evening. This was in the right. morning. Um, some dog walkers um, who I know very well, they stopped us and said they'd seen them on Saltworks and that was about four o'clock in the afternoon. Again, doesn't fit in with this. So it's, it's various times, so it's collating all this information. Yeah. I've seen them, but I couldn't tell you what time of day it was. Yeah, I think it's various times. I saw them, remember, on Sunday, <coughs> I was coming away from St Lawrence's Church and I was driving along Townfield Lane and one's coming towards me. And he might have been bad clouded up, but I just... I Are they know. electric motorbikes? Or? The, the, yeah, yeah, they're electric, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And I've known this lad since I started here, so I could clearly <laughs> pinpoint who it was, but I've no way of checking. I know there's him. a lad on Saltworks, but it's not an electric bike, but he's... Just permanently. Yeah, I mean that. that there's we've always had issues. But on, with, actually, with, on the football pitches. Yeah, we've always had issues there, and then they go onto the marshes. Yeah. These are these lot of sort of different. They're going on the estates and, and right. even you know further up and. and okay. They do more close around the bikes, but they're like. Do they? Yeah. But they're, are they quiet? Like, yeah, obviously. exactly. They're yes, quiet, but they move. They look. They don't move. It's actually early morning up on the Memorial. Yeah, are they are they from the estate? No, not not all of them. Right. Uh, in fact, no, no. None, not of the three names I've got, none of them are from the estate. Okay. The issue we've got in terms of trying to us to get other resources to help us, the times are so varied to try and actually... And, and down there, like with yeah, the estate, especially with little yeah. gunnels and that, isn't it? We're, in, we're in quite a fortunate so. position because um, <laughs> the chief superintendent for our roads policing team actually lives locally. Right. So we've we've uh, Lauren kindly sent him an email the other day, and he's forwarded it on to the team. So we're hoping that speed speeds yeah. things up a bit. And the other little group, of they've gone a bit darlings. They've gone a bit. Dare I say they've gone a bit quiet. I felt so. I yeah. think since Meadow Court's been knocked down, I saw Tom Tilly. I met him with Tom Tilly this afternoon, 
and he was saying that he's getting less reports. Yeah, that's really different. Um, yeah, they, they did really pull the less. fence down, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know whether that built the wind, but, but I still... Still... To the chap who's living in the like, security hut thing there, because he's going to need some issues, but I'm not... Yeah, no. um, a couple of the group, they've been served with um, eviction notices. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that they're on the way, but things are moving, so I'm told that. Hopefully. That's the and I think the weather's against them now as well. Well, it's, it's definitely for up, us. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely on our side at the moment. Yeah. So it, do, it does it does make a difference. But it's right. one They're not on green goats when I... There's been no... No, I, it's certainly a couple of them. They're very... You know, it's, it's a bit worrying that yeah. we're not seeing them. I'm just wondering what they are actually up to. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, we've got to continue to hammer that. And the easiest way for us, because of their age, is to put pressure on housing to get to get them moved. Okay. I think they've got some um, electric um, scooter things, haven't they? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Not, not scooters for the road. You yeah. Know, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been traps around the shops and that as well, so... I think they're making a bit of a... Keep an eye on that, I'm not, not aware of There's that. There's a few traps down the grass, you know, to the shops in Ashton Drive. Yeah. It's all muddy and then there has been a few traps the on... The tracks the... aren't to do with these bikes because they're going everywhere. You know, well, they... I know Yeah. the little right. person that lives near Greengates yes. has got one. Right. <laughs> okay. May I ask what type of drugs are being sold? <laughs> it could be anything. I haven't asked them. I haven't put my okay. order in. You haven't called them. No, 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 okay. No. Thank um, you. I, I, it will be mostly cannabis. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, I wouldn't like to say that it's not. It's not more, but it will be predominantly okay. will be cannabis. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mark. Oh, sorry, Neil. Sorry, um, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> I get called more. I don't expect it tonight, but is it feasible to find out what the outcomes are of the CCTV recording? I've been speaking, I've had an email off Joe, um, mm. we've had a re request. I, I understand this. you won't be able to produce it now, but I think we're paying £4,500 a year out for this. Yeah. We believe it to be doing its job, but yeah. can we see the results of what that in sure, uh, I'm quite happy. What I would, what I said to Joe before, if if you, like you wanted the information, if you drop me an email with exactly what you want and the reason you want it, I will ask my sergeants. I'm feeling my sergeant will come back and say they must put a freedom of information request in. I think, oh. but I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm. I'm the lowest of the low, so I I, I would always feed back to my superiors. I always thought that, but, <laughs> but, but it seems, forgive me, I'm no expert on procedures, but I would have thought it would be logical if a council is spending £4,500 a year on putting CCTV in yeah. to, to stop misdemeanours, etc., etc., we should know what the outcome of that expenditure is. And therefore, you're not paying the police, are you? We, we might yeah, not necessarily no, know. Okay. I'm not disagreeing. All I would say is I can quantify it a little bit by you're, you're after arrests and cautions, that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't answer that. I don't arrest anyone. So I no. can't say I've arrested someone as a result. What I can say is a few weeks ago, it was a Saturday afternoon, we were travelling towards Frodsham from Hellsby and we got a shout on the radio 
to say they've been quite a serious RTC in Church Street. The camera operator in the town hall was able to give, we were going to be the first on scene police-wise, and they were able to give us a very detailed description of what was going on before we got there. Now, I can't tell you how important that is and how useful that was for us to be able to decide how we deploy is it going to be do we go is, how many victims have, how many uh, injuries have we got how many people are in the cars and uh, is there a car there was smoke coming out of a car so have we informed fire to come along which they did in the end so th there's quite a lot so it's not i know what you're you're wanting but there's more to it than just arrests and cautions if anything it's it's the safe sa the safety elements yeah. that was great for us. That that that's just yeah. speaking for Neil. Can I yeah. just make a point? We did a business case for the CCTV because yeah. it was such a lot of money. Can I suggest you read the business case and have a look at what we put together so that we could apply for the money, and you will understand then what the responsibility is of Cheshire West. It's the system is such that people are monitoring what's going on in Fodsham. If they see something getting out of control, they have a direct line to the police at Winsford, and th that's what they do. And they tell the police something kicking off in Frodsham, Church Street. Do you know where we could find that, Caroline? Because I think that was probably done just before me, Bill, Phil, and Helen. I think it has been circulated before, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. I mean, I mean if, you, if you just go through, you probably can find it online if you just. Yeah, yeah. You know, search for yeah. business just, case for Just as an example, so to interrupt then, on Saturday after the Christmas festival, um, we got I got a phone call from one of the organisers to say, could we help out because there's been a bit of a kick-off of Top Taste. So I was driving at the time and Lauren got on the radio and said, can we put the cameras on Top Taste and tell us what's, what's going on? And they were, again, they were able to, to tell us what the scene is and, and actually record things ready in case we need it evidentially. So it's it's stuff like that as it was. As when we got there it, it, it sorted itself out and it, it was all alright. But it's it's having that as a as a, it's a it's useful an operational bit, tool. Yeah, it's a useful bit of kit that you can't. I understand why you're asking the question, yeah. I totally get it. And it's like would it be captured in instance and arrests? I'm not sure what you're after will be captured in the instance that we have in terms of do you use the CTV for to Anything. identify people doing something wrong? I assume missing, no, missing, missing people. This is the thing. It is for missing people for to protect us as officers yeah. in terms of what when we're going to jobs, things like that. We know what's going on. How many people are there? Do we need backup quicker, sooner, nearer? Fundamentally, like it's a deterrence as well. Yeah, it's there. I understand why you're asking, but I think some of the incidents. I think more the question is how how. What does the picture look like in terms of our nighttime economy with the pubs? Has it improved? Have we had less incidents since we've had CCTV tested? I think the answer would be yes, but I don't. I don't know. I would agree with you, Neil. But we've been shut for probably twelve months. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I was we were all thinking about it's it. very pretty Patel to come out and say that crime's down we have been in lockdown yeah, um, do that. what I was going to say was you know you, you go back to the incident with the car on Church Street and there was one a couple of months ago where it came down the hill from Morrison's and nearly hit the front of the chum and I suppose what the CCTV is also doing is making sure that that's not a terrorist act as well mm -hmm. you know straight yeah. away there's a lot you can't quantify yeah, yeah. Uh, 
By all means, if you want that information, yeah. I can ask the question. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. But by all means, email me with what it is you want and what, what purpose you want it for, obviously. And then I will forward that on to my superiors and they can they can advise me. They're paid a lot more than me to make those decisions. Well, your general feedback would be that it's very useful and to you. Definitely, definitely, without doubt. Yeah. One thing, that's... just to make the room aware of, to explain exactly how it works, when we go into our town hall, there's several camera screens and then more than 10, 20, and army screens there are, all different areas within Cheshire West. Obviously, Fortune will have a couple of screens, however many there are. The operators that sit in there will relay things over the airways, radios, to us straight away. It doesn't have to go to our control room, it comes straight to us. Yeah. They will shout up to us to say, is there a patrol near Main Street, blah, blah, blah. Give us a description, location, specifics, everything. We don't have to wait five, ten minutes for somebody else. It's direct straight to us. And that's why, for me, it's a valuable item. Mm -hmm. But it's immediate, there's no time lag, and that's... Thank you. That's that's brilliant. So, thanks so much, Neil. Yeah. Listen, I put it on my report, but all the best. Thank you for all your support of, of the year and, and all the best for Christmas. And I'll, I'll see you in the Same new year. You. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Uh, right. Uh, next item is item 78. Uh, that's Cheshire Western Chester Council. I believe Lynn is attending, but she's going to be late. So um, we'll take that agenda item when Lynn arrives. Um, Item 79, uh, to approve the sign the minutes, the meeting held on the 27th of September. Do to do that when we finish, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's great. Yeah, well, as long as they're approved. Um, they approved? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're approved. Could I just suggest um, that because of what's happened with the incorrect information coming for the venue for today, I mean, I remember that we were coming here. Um, that you put on the minutes of where the next meeting is. I mean, any meeting I go to, next meeting date is always put on, and the venue. And then at least we're looking at it when the, the minutes are, are actually written. I thought it was a last minute thing. Actually. It was a last minute thing. No, 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 we've been coming here for months. Because it, oh, okay. it just says on top of here, it's at Main Street Community. I know, well, that's incorrect as well, and it was incorrect. It's still on the, the website as the website there. has been corrected. No, it's okay. not at the top, it hasn't. It has. Well, okay. okay. When I looked at it earlier on. You probably need to refresh the page if you. I've refreshed the page. Okay. Because I've actually had no electricity at home, so. Oh, you know, no. oh, oh that's not an event oh. here for that person. My, my neighbours have still not got any. Oh, okay. No problem. Thanks, no. As long as the venue doesn't change, that works. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Um, so item 80, which is the accounts report, uh, October 2021. Uh, so um, A, uh, to note the report provided by the clerk and the payments. Uh, B, to note the account balances and bank reconciliations. C, to approve <coughs> and sign the finance report. And D, to note uh, the budget setting meeting will take place on the 10th of January. Um, can we approve the finance report? Can I just, again, sorry. Um, you know what I'm like, detail is my thing. Um, on the financial reports, do you think where we've got a payment, I'll take the first one that I've got as an example, Scottish Power, but it just says power as the transaction deal. Well, I know it's the power because it's Scottish Power, but where can we say where these things are for? It's like there's a couple here, water bills, but it doesn't say which allotments. 
um, because it would be nice to know how much each set of allotments are using, so what their bills are. So it just says allotment water, water plus, direct debit, and then allotment water. So could we just have a location for these things, please? If, is, that, is that possible? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the only um, Scottish Power Bill would pay is for the cemetery building, and it is locked against the cemetery building. Well, but, yes, but no problem. Okay. Thanks, Caroline. So uh, that's the finance report approved. Yeah, could, could, I, could I just ask before we do it? Scar Scarlet Entertainment, I presume that's something to do with the Christmas festival. It is, it's the princesses. Yeah, and SLCC enterprises society of local council clerks who provide training for clerks okay yeah that, that's that's fine then yeah can i just put one other one while lucy's quite gone through like me um, there was a mileage claim for fraudulent to ghoul yes uh, one of my employees attended uh, a cemetery training course burial course and her expenses were refunded mm -hmm. okay that's you. all you know it's just so that we know yeah Thank you. I didn't put in a name in there because I'm trying to anonymise so yeah, that uh, that's fine. individual... I see what he's on. That's great. So, item 81. for that interruption. Um, item 81, appointment to committees. Um, so this is to approve the appointment of um, Councillor Eakin and Councillor Anstis to, to relevant committees. Have you Haven't. decided on what committees you might want to... I think events was mentioned, wasn't it? I, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, our meeting so long ago? <laughs> so yeah, so that's the right. So you'd like to be on the events committee, events, and there's limited yeah. vacancies there, isn't there, Joe? Okay. Patrick. Yeah, Luke planning. Uh, how many were on the policies and the thingy committee? I think there might be at one space on Do you need any more on that one? Because I'm happy to. I think. I think yes, that would be good if you could. Yeah. 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 I'll do this one. Good for planning and, and policies and processes. Planning and policies and process. Yeah. What about Joe? Yeah, but we've got a We also have a vacancy um, for a reserve for our staffing subcommittee. Who cannot be a member of PPNR. Yeah. So, Ian, So I've been looked at here. Like so <laughs> I would like to, to volunteer myself to be a reserve for that group with no pressure whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we'll try much, our best Ian. to make sure you're not called upon here. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Unfortunately, we, we, we may know because um, as staffing subcommittee, I'm a member of PPR. So I think yeah. you are, and so is Caroline. And but to hold a staffing subcommittee, we have to have one member that's not a member of PPR. Oh, good so, thing so, I'm so, here, then. Exactly. So <laughs> is, that, one, is that our rule, or is it laid out in some obscure. Um, I've never known that before. Yeah. There's, a, there's a terms of reference for that committee that were agreed in February last year. Yeah, and I, I think I remember questioning it then yeah. as to why, because it was a little bit 
Silly. I, I, I thought we I thought we changed it then, Joe, no, but maybe we didn't. We didn't. We okay. didn't. Um, uh, it also says in those terms of reference that the chair of council is a member of yeah. the staffing subcommittee. Yeah. Because okay. Helen, you were on it anyway, weren't you? And then you hold the position I was, by being chair. I was on staffing subcommittee, but yeah. not a member of PPNR originally. Right. And that sounds yeah. the same for me. So, because I wasn't on, on PPNR. Mm -hmm. So, but that's fine because we've got so we've got a reserve now. So we've got the non PPNR member. I just don't understand why we need a non PPNR member really. Why it's. I don't yeah, know. it doesn't really make any logical sense to me. Okay. I suppose only that that staffing committee would deal with complaints. Yeah. So it would make sense that not all members of PPNR, which is where staffing sits, are members of a staffing committee mm. that may potentially look at complaints. I think that is probably the logic mm. behind it. You do, of course, have the opportunity to change those terms of reference. Yes. And as it's a subcommittee of PPNR, you could look at that at the next meeting. Okay. The next PPNR meeting. Yeah. And reconsider the terms of reference. Yeah. Can you make a note? Can we put it on, please, on PPNR? I won't take it as a personal offence at all. You. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand when we brought it up last time, and I still don't understand it. Yeah, it's a strange one. Smashing. Thank you. So, item eighty-two, um, the ship seat. Oh dear, get my teeth in, I'm sorry. Street play area budget. So currently there is no budget allocated to the refurbishment of the play area. Um, and secondly, um, can we approve a budget um, for refurbishing the Ship Street play area? And that's to include equipment, landscaping, seating and the project management. So um, I think when we met in uh, earlier this week, we met the two proposed um, project managers. Uh, I can remember us having just a, a general discussion, um, which, and I think we've, I've got a figure in my head that we said about 150,000, no more than 150,000. Yeah. Is that your recollection? About 150, I yeah. think. Okay, so that's to include the project management, which we've got on the um, as agenda item B. So that yeah, needs to include I, that. I mean, when I first priced it up, that wasn't part of it. No. We might want to consider upping it slightly to But we have that. got um, it says on here play equipment and that. Yeah. But we've already got funding. And you've got funding for that. Yeah. But so do we consider um, and we're applying for more funding as well. Yeah, we don't so. know what, what we'll get though, do we? No, okay. but it's still Ryan. Um two things. Um the project management costs uh, we agreed they were coming from somewhere else wasn't it it was already a budgeted line that we'd moved from elsewhere that i think councillor critchley had proposed it to use it on um it was ten thousand pound for consultancy fees for whether we were going to build when houses we were going on there to do, um, when councillor dawson made his yes. um, when we were doing the options yeah. appraisal that's right yeah so we were going to that ten thousand is in there budgeted yeah. Um, and not been touched mm -hmm. so we did say that we would move that because it was still going to be consultancy fees relating mm -hmm. to ship street play area uh, secondly if we agree a budget for ship street and then they continue to do really well on their fundraising 
I think that budget budget should be fluid in that if a lot of money comes our way, we should be reducing the element yeah, that, that we're putting yeah. in. So if we do agree 150,000, let's say tonight, and then money keeps appearing from generous organisations, then we don't need to commit to putting all of the 150,000 in. Um, it doesn't, just because it's budgeted, it doesn't need, mean it needs to be spent. No, it's just yeah. like when we got the grant from the wind turbines, yeah. we have to, FTC have to sort of say they, they will yeah. match fund, which has already been yeah. done with the railings and the, hopefully the project manager anyway, so yeah. that's not a problem. So. This isn't match funded though, is it? That's not what we're talking about They here, wanted to so. have some kind of indication that the council were committed to the project okay. and that they weren't necessarily going to be... We were the money wouldn't be the only money because at that point it would fail because right. it's not enough for the whole thing. So I, I was just explaining, I was just concerned that we're being a deterrent against yeah. fundraising then if we say yeah. we, we do sour. I think it's similar to what we do in our grants funding okay. is that we ask an organisation how much of their own funds they're putting in. So when Ship Street are applying for funds, I suppose an organisation will be looking at how much they're being supported. And because it's FTC land as well. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Mm. There is, there is just one point I, I want to pull out, and I'll have to take clarification on this, but it's in terms of uh, VAT claim. The community group cannot claim VAT VAT. The town council can't claim VAT back on behalf of the community group, so okay. there will be an element there where the community group will be covering the VAT with no opportunity to recover okay. those fees. Yeah, no, that's good to know eventually. Right, okay. Okay. And it's a shame that there should be that on children's play equipment when there isn't on children's toys or children's clothes or yeah. things like that. But children's mm -hmm. play equipment does mm -hmm. carry that then, does it? That's, yeah. that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But we've got the cheque and it's in our yeah. account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, can I so, share and put in the minutes just how much grant funding that you've achieved? 39,000 for 39,950? Yeah, something. Oh, I think I've got to there must be a reason why it needs to be kept under 40. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. must be a reason why it needs to be kept under 40. If it's 39,950. Oh, I think that was just what the quote was that we had. 39,459,000. Thank you. And that's without VAT. That's just Right, so when you when you actually apply for the money, do you have to show the VAT or not? Uh, we 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 showed uh, two different quotes from two different suppliers and um, asked if they would fund some or part of any of that. Right. And that's that's the amount we were awarded. I think we asked for forty, did we? Did we ask for forty? I can't remember now. Close. I think. We <laughs> I think we asked for forty and thought we might get twenty. <laughs> right. So. For Chip Street Play area, obviously I know you've got a, a conflict of interest and you can't. Are we happy with the outline of 150, bearing in mind that that's we can reduce that amount because we haven't had the full estimates and quotations. So those project managers um, hopefully will then develop as the project plan. And if potentially that's costed, it could be costed at less, then we can be a less amount, but no more than the, the 150. Are we budgeting this for now, this year, out of this year's money? Yes, because we're hoping to have it finished in July. July. Right, okay. So there'll be no... So it's going to have to come from reserves then, is it? Yeah. yeah. And our reserves are... 
part reserves part. We have two accounts. The earmark reserve, the earmark reserves are within the budget figures. We have uh, one account with two hundred and twenty-seven thousand in it, and um, one account with twenty-five two nine five in it, and the other one is the current account with a balance of. Two, three, six, six, eight, six. And we're also taking 60k out for the Memorial Path, aren't we? That's not. That's that was coming from reserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's within that budget. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Mm. So we're happy to note that then, Joe. Yeah. So no Okay. Um, Councillor Lynn Riley has joined, but I'll give her five minutes or so to cut her breath before I'm. Bring her right up on the agenda. Thank you, I'm just climbing out of the comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the budget then? Maximum of £150. As a council, you can revisit this at some point. If you think we're going to run over, can we find another X amount? That can be revisited in the same way that you can reduce the budget, you can subject yep. to funds increase. Okay. Great, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, item 83, um, and that's an IT report um, provided by um, Prism with a, a quotation. So effectively, uh, Prism had recommended that all four laptops are replaced as they're all out of warranty. They won't support an upgrade to Windows 11 as they have no TPM, a double checked, chip on the motherboard. One laptop, which is mine, has recently been repaired under warranty, although that doesn't have a TPM chip either. Um, what is a TPM chip? A chip that reads Windows 11. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't do Windows, you see, so I... No, I, mm, right. I do, I've never heard of it no, before. you've lost me as well. Well, <laughs> you, you won't have done, because none of our current laptops have got it. <laughs> or yours. If your laptop is over three years old, uh, you won't have a chip. Okay. Uh, the disadvantage of not having laptops under warranty is the amount of downtime they can take to repair, the cost of the replacement parts and the cost for an engineer from Prism to attend. Whilst the laptops are under warranty, and um, we currently have Dell laptops, uh, Dell attend next day, make repairs at no additional cost for parts or labour as per the terms of agreement with Prism. The cost per laptop, which is on the um, quotation that you've got, it is 772.57. The cost of installation from Prism is £139 per laptop. The total cost per laptop is 91157. Monthly ongoing costs are 47.78 a laptop. Lindy and Liz are currently sharing a laptop, which is clearly not ideal. It's up to the council, but I would ask you to consider purchasing at least one additional laptop. Lindy uh, to enable both employees to work in the office at the same time. Did you just say support costs £47 a month per laptop? Yes. That's quite a lot. Yes. I can give you a breakdown should you wish one. So within that is a total care PC which is protective proactive support for the management of all 
IT infrastructure, access to support between 9 and 5.30, next business day, response for mission critical situations. Endpoint protection, anti-hijack protection, Office 365 Office Companion, and the only addition which is, is new is a cloud protection essential, which is a backup service that protects the, our data. So that is from your individual laptops or whatever you're using. So that's your Outlook account, if you like, or your .gov account. Um, and for 17 others to be able to use that, which is the number of emails address we, addresses we would have, um, the cost is uh, £2.50 per unit. So this is based on 17 different, so all your email apparently, uh, you know, effectively is being okay. protected. Um, so yeah, that's £2.50 a laptop. So 17 is £42.50 a month. Can I just ask, they've got on this invoice that it's Windows 10 professional, not Windows 11. Yep, that's what we're currently using. So why the... What, why do you need this new chip? If it's if not you Windows 11. Up, if you were going to upgrade to Windows okay. 11, which you will need to do by, I believe, 2024, um, then you can't do that with the laptops that we've got. So you could delay until they actually fail. And remember, at the yes, moment, they're okay. not covered under okay. warranty. So, uh, for example... I needed to have a new screen and the hinges are broken on mine. The total cost of the parts were 500 and odd pounds, but because it was still under warranty, it was repaired. So how old are your laptops at the moment? You? One, uh, three or four years old, one's okay. five. And what happens to the old laptops? At the, at the moment, we have two obsolete laptops in a drawer in the office. Okay, shall we just okay. put them in the drawer? I'm sure they could be cleared and offered to <laughs> a deserving organisation. <laughs> Charity in Warrington will wait for them for us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's ideal. Well, could I yeah. say the refugees at uh, Dasbury Park are desperate for laptops so they can go to college and learn English and maths? Because, the, English because of the information that's on them, I'd be very wary about giving them to anyone that wasn't recommended as a government. I would want clearer. Our, our IT providers yeah. to provide yeah. that service on those yeah. laptops yeah, to know it's been done. Yeah, yeah. secure the and, and then probably firstly I'd like them to st stay in fraudulent, mm -hmm. um, fraudulent schools or fraudulent children that don't have access to, to laptops perhaps. It does sound like it you need new laptops. It does. I mean, after three or four years, you need to do Can we just have one person speaking because we're obviously trying to record as well? Uh, just a question. Um, I think you said 900 and something pounds per laptop. Is that correct? It is. Okay. So we're going to have four more? Well, that's entirely up to. But that's the plan. Committee. That's your idea of proposal. I'm saying we definitely need one because one employee has no sure. means of accessing a laptop. Sure. It is up to the council whether you want to replace the other three or not. Okay. There's a there's question of security with this extra chip, etc. in our current one. You know, you've said that our emails are protected. Are they protected now? Yes. Okay. 
So it's a choice between so, one and four or whatever they are. Ryan? Um, whilst we're discussing the purchase of an additional laptop, can I suggest then that um, we also have an email address created by PRISM, which is cemetery at frogham.gov.uk. Don't say that. Perfect. So that then Liz has got clearly defined emails on that one, and Lindy has access to the, the council at Frogham one. So it's totally separated now, because I think that, yeah, that should, okay. we should be at that point. Okay. So what do, we, what do we want to consider? Do we want um, to consider the purchase of one or more? Can I ask Jo a question whether she finds her laptop slow or difficult or unfunctional in any way? No. You're happy Not with at it. this present time, but mine's the one that's been rebuilt. Okay. So um, yours is virtually a brand new one then because of the rebuild? Yeah. And what about Liz? Is she happy with hers? Yeah. She's only yeah. using it for eight hours a week now as well, isn't she? So. Ten. Yeah. Ten, sorry. We don't have an issue with the laptops as they currently are. The issue is that they're out of warranty, so if anything goes wrong, they're going to cost. Mm. Okay. Can, I, can I just make a point? I have a very old Apple, um, which was 2012, and I took it to my computer man. And he's basically, again, rebuilt it for, or put the extra RAM in and given me more memory. But I mean, yours hasn't got sensitive information on it, has it? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, it doesn't have got very sensitive information, I can assure you. It doesn't have council. I mean, no, it doesn't have council, but what I'm trying to make the point is you, you can upgrade the speed and you can upgrade the memory quite easily. Um, I think the essential thing is for, Liz, is for Lindy to have her own computer, because having I'm doing a lot of work with Lindy at the moment, and um, it does get very confusing. Um, and when we do want to do Zoom meetings, she's got to make sure that she's got her mm -hmm. computer, her laptop, so we can do a Zoom meeting. Well, I think that's what we're requesting. So I, now, think, we? I think I would say I'm quite happy for Lindy to have a new mm -hmm. computer because it means then she's, she can work independently. Um, I agree with Caroline, but what I would say is that Jo probably uses her laptop the most time of all the staff so can we give the new one to joe because it will be getting used the most and give lindy your laptop you, no we, we, it would make sense that. that the person mm -hmm. using the most have the yes. fastest yes. most up-to-date mm -hmm. one yeah and then liz keep hers for her That's 10 hours a week yeah. okay. so yeah. i'm just concerned for if one of his laptops does break um how many days weeks are we talking before the person could work again uh, the minimum would be five, four to five days. Four to five days. That's okay. minimum. But we're buying four. So we're buying four. a working week, effectively. Or more. Okay. If, if um, one of these books... So the, re the reason for that would be, it's no longer under warranty, so Dell have, have got no obligation to provide the parts. So Prism would need to go out to Dell to order the parts, to get the parts in, to come in to fix it. Have, have you ever okay. thought of having a shared drive? So that, uh, we do have a shared drive. So they wouldn't. They still would be able to work because they would still be able to get onto the information. Not if they didn't have a long working no. laptop now. Well, but if Liz, if if Lindy's went down, Liz will still have a computer and you will still have one. So one of the doesn't others doesn't help really. Uh, well, how is the shared uh, drive accessed? I don't understand why you can't, because I work in a place where we've got a lot of sensitive student data. 
and we can share each other's computer. My computer breaks down, I can use somebody else's because I've got my own log on. You don't have enough to do that. So if we've got four employees yeah. and three laptops working, we can't all work. Could the, yeah, I mean, could. So, mm. I, I understand the need for. Sorry. So one, one laptop, it, it's just for, for, it, for cancer has a risk of if one of the other laptops fails of an indeterminate amount of time where member staff is effectively cannot work. But you can access from home on your own computer to a shared drive. Is that acceptable? That's what I was trying can to I, ask. Yes, because we chair, do. Can I make a yeah. proposal? No, not really. No. Yeah. Can, can I just follow on from Caroline's proposal that we buy one laptop? Yes. Yeah. Can we put that to a vote? Yeah. Do we need to put that to a vote? I am concerned that by the side of it we might need more next month. I think year. we need to revisit it. Well, no, because if it's, it's false economy, isn't it? No, it isn't at the moment. We well, it will be if, it's, if, a, if a computer goes down, the laptop goes down, and it's going to be down for five but, days. But, and it's but, out but, but Liz and Lindy aren't in the office at the same time. Um, only, only because they can't be at the moment because they don't have enough laptops. No, because they have enough laptops, they could be. Well, no. so, we, so, we, so we'll do what Ryan's proposed then and say. One, one laptop, one laptop. and I'll second that. We, we can yeah, always get another one in a bit if we're struggling, can't we? Yeah. Of course, fingers and go with it, then. Well, so I can see majority it... would be in favour of one. Yeah, so I say, presumably, if we're buying a laptop, we're not getting rid of any of the currently working laptops. So yeah. we will, yeah. if one breaks, we're still back to where we are now anyway, aren't we? So I think we definitely want, but that's fine. I think it was really loud. Yeah. It doesn't sound like we desperately need to buy another one right now. No. We can probably. Yeah. 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 And can we? Can we put it on um, one of the budget meetings just to make sure that we've got something yeah. set aside for, for purchasing yeah. future laptops? Yeah. yeah. Can I just okay. make a further comment? The reason why I was interested in the shared drive is because um, it might be useful for to have a councillor area on that where councillors would be able to share. At, at the moment, all documents are shared. Um, yeah, I couldn't get a cost for, have a, I'm not sure what you'd want to access because um, I couldn't allow you to access certain information under GDPR, like staffing or certain yeah, that would and be files. Fine. It was more like, um, I mean we've got all meetings and all, all information, it, it's all on emails, but perhaps it would be useful to be able to say, all right, well it's all on a shared drive and if you wanted to find something from six meetings ago, it'd all just be there. On the shared drive, all the I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would work. I can ask the suppliers and bring it yeah, back to them. Yeah, yeah, interesting. West has that. Yeah. <coughs> I use that. It's called SharePoint. It's a. Yeah, it yeah, that's what, that's what we do with staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd need to get a costing for okay. you as to our IT providers okay. doing that, and then working out what documents. <coughs> yeah. Because most of them are available on the website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So um, we have a proposal. I think I'm going to take it back in the agenda now to um, item 78, uh, and this is the uh, Treasure West and Chester Council. Um, to report from Councillor Riley. Okay, so Ryan, I'm going to suspend standing orders to allow you to speak. Okay, that's very kind of you. I shall attempt to be brief. A um, co couple of um, <coughs> big issues for Frodgen. So we have um, a consultation 
that is uh, sort of underway, but not really underway, about the future of the Leisure Centre. Cheshire West has appointed uh, consultants to uh, assist the officers looking at the future of uh, how Brio will deliver its services, but in the context of it no longer just being a sport and leisure offer, but being a whole well-being offer. Now, uh, the council has obviously had a representative on that initial working group, and um, we've had quite a lot of delays along the way for all sorts of understandable reasons, but there is a, um, a sort of a cliff edge of Cheshire West wanting to take a recommendation to its cabinet meeting in February, I think it is, so we're, we're going to end up with quite a truncated um, uh, conversation with the consultants about what it is that we, uh, we, we want as our direction of travel around the, uh, let's, let's just call it the leisure centre for now. Uh, I have a, quite a strong personal view on this, it's no surprise there Ian, uh, because Roger has waited patiently for uh, the, the 11 years now that Cheshire West has been in existence for its turn to be top of the, the list for uh, a little bit of special attention and inward investment uh, in our health and well-being. And I really want the whole community to come together and have the opportunity to have a, a right proper conversation about what we see on this very important site in the heart of our town. I don't just want Cheshire West to think that they can uh, spend quite a sizable amount of money, uh, not wishing to be crude about it, but just charting up the building that we've got. I want to see some ambition and some real statement about the future of health and well-being and not just a, uh, you know, a refurbished leisure centre, but something that, that literally seamlessly connects us to the Princeway Medical Centre so that, you know, we, we, we take a very proactive, uh, you know, and quite innovative approach to how we, we raise the bar for everybody in terms of our physical and uh, mental um, well-being. So, uh, as and when that opportunity comes up, I've given a big long list. Uh, I'm hoping that the consultant's going to come talk to the town council as well as the whole community because we've, we've got a, a very, very um, active community with lots of people with lots of ideas and skills and capabilities. And I really want Cheshire West to hear our voice, not just uh, say you've got eight weeks to tell us what you think. Okay. Just quickly on that one, I had an email from Paul Hickson this morning, and I think he is organising something towards the end of January. Um, do, do, we, do we want to try and organise something with our community before then, so we can join together, or how, how would we want to go forward? Together? So I, I think you know the the more people that we get. Um, uh, you know, sort of aware that this is even happening is, mm. is a good thing. I want the resounding message to the cabinet to be, uh, you know, you, you want a decision, um, you know, that we have to, uh, unfortunately we missed the budget round once again, but there is, there is money in our capital allocation to do a number of leisure centres. So, you know, Frodham should be 
uh, you know, in a position to make a claim on, um, I think it's about £40 million, pounds. but I would like to see our ambition being right up there with so the likes of the how do you do this? How do you suggest this goes forward? So I think Cheshire, Cheshire West have heard from us an awful lot saying this isn't good enough. I want the Cabinet to hear this isn't good enough, and actually what we want is uh, you know, a, 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 a summer, or certainly from your decision in February, Cheshire West, uh, you know, for probably a four to five month window where we really go out and talk to our community about, you know, what, what we want to have. I don't want Cheshire West making any decisions about, um, you know, what this looks like when they've literally spoken to a, a, a steering group. Uh, of, of only sort of 20-odd 20, 20 people. I think this has to be, you know, a whole town conversation. And if Cheshire West isn't prepared to do it, I would really like to think that the town council will partner with us as local councillors to make sure that every house has something through its letterbox saying it is important that we come together and really, uh, you know, let Cheshire West know what they so say. So do you think like having is. like a meeting, say, in the community centre? I don't want a meeting, Bernie. I, I want this to be on well, every... I'm just asking how we get the message to Cheshire West, mm -hmm. consulting all the village. So we had a conversation, did we not, um, a couple of weeks ago in the visioning. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, you know, the town councillors and the borough councillors need to replicate what we did way back in 2012 and go and ask our community what is important to them so that we can capture those opinions to evidence to Cheshire West that there are a couple of thousand people in Frodham with quite strong and forthright views and you come and work with us on our ideas and, and how Cheshire West can deliver our ambitions not this is what Cheshire West is prepared to give us. Right. Just to say, I've just pulled up the email from the um, the project update, and it does say, next steps include colleagues from Max Associates getting in touch to gain ideas, thoughts, etc., as discussed in our recent project group meeting. So I think there is willing to do that. So if we can, Lucy, kind of we've been waiting for four it. weeks at the neighbourhood plan. Okay. Because we were told with all our details were given. We invited the consultants to our meeting. Um, nothing happened. So the, the consultants haven't yet been in touch with uh, us as award councillors. So, you know, I, I appreciate that, you know, everybody's got life and issues and everything else, but this is an important thing. It's an important part of our town infrastructure that, you know, we've literally waited since 2009 for. Um, you know, so... What, what I was trying to say is if we could rally people up between now and January to come and join that meeting, then they would be able to come and put their views forwards if they were part of that meeting, if we made people aware but, of it. But that's there. one meeting for a town of 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. And we all know that you know we need, we need a conversation, not a meeting. Because so too many people will not know about it, will not have the opportunity to come. But again, if we were bold and visionary about this and we could talk to our community about lots of things that might be important to them including this very important side because Cheshire West might have four million pounds in its corporate brain that it could 
you know, that would be Frodham's share of the £14 million, because it's got to do quite a lot with all the other stuff. And I want them to understand that our ambition might be £20 million. So we then have a different conversation with our community. Can we do something before the end of January to, to move forwards on that? So then when it came to that January meeting, we'd have some... I don't see why we should rush. And that's the point. I was, I was talked down by um, uh, quite a few people at the council that want to rush us along now because Cheshire West has got a time scale. It could have come at any time in the last... Five years, ten years. So would it be better if we got a meeting with you and Chris and thrashed out like some sort of consultation like could go out to everyone? Is that what you like? Is that what your so idea I, is? I think I think that's the ambition that we tried to pull together in the vision. And I think you, you do have to, and I say this with love and respect, you have to be quite careful with how you shape a consultation because yeah. you have to shape it in a way that uh, you can't then, um, you know, because there are there are people that will criticise or well, people yeah, that think you're not covered all the big issues, and we, and we need we don't just need to go out and consult on one thing, we need to go and consult on a very comprehensive, integrated jigsaw of things, because unfortunately Cheshire West likes to deal with Frodham one project at a time, mm -hmm. so another project that we have underway at the moment, and I have had the opportunity to meet with the consultants is the future of the tip so once again uh, Cheshire West was in a real rush to get the future of the tip resolved it whipped another planning application through uh, its planning process uh, we've got two years to come up with an answer to the future of the tip and two years is insufficient to find a new site, to do all the consultation that is necessary, to go through a procurement process and commission building work to actually get something delivered. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, th I think there is such opportunity and the consultants are very receptive to some quite creative ideas about how the woodshed could feature for example, as a reuse facility. Or... I think that's what I'd like to do in, yeah. in you know, following on from, from the away day that we had, is if we are going to go out to consult, and, and it's a public consultation in Frodium, that we cover all the aspects that we want to cover. Yeah. That, and it's not mm. just about one, yeah. one particular aspect. Well, then, then we wouldn't have problem. to consult again, yeah. would we? we, well, we, we you can never do enough consultation, no, particularly no. in Frodium. Mm. But we are a, a, an amazing town but all these things fit together. Mm -hmm. So doing something at the leisure centre and doing something at the tip, if you haven't got the transport flow yeah. right, or there's an opportunity to fix some of the transport issues mm -hmm. that don't work well today, we should never miss a trick to make Frodham a little bit better every yeah. time there's money about to be spent on a project. And unfortunately, okay. Cheshire West does it project at a time, and the, the glue that, that looks at this you know, as an integrated and a common sense approach, has to come from people like us. Glenn, yeah. are, are you saying, as one point, that we should be saying to Cheshire West, I'm sorry, we're not going to have consultation in that time, we want to put it back six months, or whatever you want to say, or, or not? Is I... this timing being forced on us that is unacceptable? 
So it, it sort of depends what Cheshire West come back with, because if Cheshire West go back to their cabinet and say, goodness, what, a, what a, an enormous opportunity this is to do something that nowhere else in the country has done, and we really want to do a lot of co-design, they're, they're big on co-design at the moment, so co-design of, you know, an integrated facility around wellness and, you know, integration of big corporate statutory services like health and sport and leisure, you know, is going to take some time to shape this so that we get every bit of opportunity out there. And I just want them to understand that co-production is, you know, an investment up front that is going to take some time and we don't want to be rushed into the consultant things that Frodham could could put up with, you know, uh, you know, four of these and two of those and four million quid will do it and uh, we're on to the next one. So I don't think we're going to get to a conclusion tonight in terms of, but do so. So do we need to have a separate meeting with yourself and Chris just specifically around if we're going to consult? A what, how, and and when? Because we're not we're not going to we're not going to get to there tonight, are we? But I think, you no, know, it might take a few meetings, mind, <laughs> well, to, yeah, to, to thrash it out. Following from the away, David did say we, we'd like to work yeah. in partnership. So, yeah. Lucy? Yeah, so um, my, my thoughts were I mean, this, this meeting at the end of January, it's more of an opportunity to meet with the contractors, have that initial meeting with the contractors. Is there anything that we can do collectively? to prepare for that specific meeting and I don't, I don't necessarily think it's right we're getting it all done in this meeting it's just touching base and giving them an idea is is there anything that we as a council want to bring to that meeting and um, what could that be to strengthen our case and say you know Frodsham wants more than what was initially offered like what what can we what can we bring to that to like fight our with it. So as a suggestion, we can do together. Project Town Council might want to write back to Paul Hickson saying, we are the Town Council, we represent 10,000 people, we're elected to do that, we would like the consult, we'd like a separate session with the consultants for them to come and talk mm -hmm. to us for a, an hour or two. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. good, that's a good way forward. Ryan? Um, I think we, we don't meet frequently enough to get this moving quickly, mm -hmm. so would it be best to set up a little working group along with Lynn and Chris that we can take away on Zoom? Because we're not going to meet again until end of January. No, which um, is why I said let's have a, a yeah, separate, yeah. separate so session. Can we just appoint a, a, a few members then to, to a working group with, with Lynn and Chris? Uh, we're, we're both on You're already. both on the Brio. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's not just about Brio, it's no. about what are the big issues yeah. for Frodham. Uh, we would then um, you know, be able to go back to the uh, research and uh, intelligence uh, team at Cheshire West who could assist us in the wording and the uh, correct approach so that, you know, there is, um, you know, some... Have some you got term. a timeline on this? Would it be... Well, so, yeah, we've been talking you... about it, Bernie, for a long time, so as soon as we can we can move so on it, the better. Would it, be, do you want to... would it be worthwhile engaging someone from the neighbourhood plan? In, into this working group as well, or is it? Is that I know I know that's done and dusted. And no, worked. well, not is really. Well, we are engaged with them anyway. Yeah, they actually want to speak to us because they no, want I'm, to pick our brains. You know, Caroline, I mean, engaging someone in the neighbourhood plan so with Lynn and Chris with and with the, the, the council. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, I'm quite happy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say one person for the neighbourhood plan, 
and a, a few councillors because we, we want to move this along quickly. Absolutely. And if, otherwise, if we're waiting. Absolutely. Um, so we could do it with Jill. I think maybe we can do it yeah. easier by Zoom. And then, so if it's a working group, we can meet on Zoom. But yeah, we can. It doesn't have to be mm. a face to face. We can do that if we go. It's tried to get it's tried to get engagement and we've sent I don't know how many emails mm -hmm. to Paul Hickson. We told him when we were meeting, he actually said he was coming at one point and then the next thing we know. But you don't you don't can, need to bother with that. No, if you, you can, can set up your working group meeting. and got your own plans and yeah. then you can present to them and say we we've done this already. Yeah. So, so I, th I think I think it would be great if we could sort of collectively agree that we would, for example, have had something through everybody's letterbox um you know in march because that would give us uh you know a couple of weeks for people to um you know respond to that uh you know to give us a, a month or so to crunch, crunch the numbers and then we'd be starting the next municipal year with you know this is what the people of Frodham are telling us and yeah. then, you know, it's a mandate for everybody to uh, to actually put some delivery plans behind that. I, I totally agree on that. That's why I think a working group is the best option because before you even set the questions on a consultation, it would have to come back to full council. So working group, report back to full council, set the questions, approve the questions, printed by March. It's quite tight when full council only meets every two months. So I, I think the only way it can get done is with a small working group. My only question is, and I've got my funding hat on, so um, unless we can actually manage to hand deliver to all residents, there'll be a cost in, in doing the printing and doing the posting. Are you as councillors able to make any contribution to that? So we, we, we co-funded it last time. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would, I would yeah. turn this round. I know there's, there's costs involved. But can we afford not yeah. to do this? Yeah. We can afford no, to spend the money. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've got the money there. Yeah, the money's there. If we can, we can get some, yeah, some joint funding as well. Again, I hand delivery <laughs> because it's so easy. It's each letterbox. It could, it could it, be it, Caroline. Just get a bunch of volunteers and they'll... Some the roads are like that. Like, there's parts of production so, that get missed out otherwise. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's the end. Let's that's just say two end. words. Let's, drive. let's get the consultation done. I think let's, if we can set the working group up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the detail. Yeah. Can we set the working group? Are we going to agree tonight who wants to be on that working group then? And it doesn't, it really doesn't need everybody. But it needs a few... So I don't think you need the cast of thousands because no. ultimately no, this yeah, does enough. come back to council and there'll obviously be a lot of to and fro in of it. Yeah. But it's just literally perhaps a group of five of us or something like that to So that's yourself and Chris. And then do then three councillors. And three councillors. And then could we ask Jill for the name plus plan? Is it Jill? Yeah. Yeah. Caroline. Jill. Um to which councillors? I've got an interest. Well, I'd, I'd like to, but if, I do, if there's yeah. too many... I'll, I'll no, no, I mean, we can just... We, I think it doesn't have to just be five, does it? It's not five. Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill's been engaged with the Brio consultation so right from Bill's, the beginning, so I would yeah. like Bill well, to definitely... Yeah. yeah, I would like Bill to be involved. I, I am engaged with it yeah. as well. Yeah, Bill, Bill and Lucy. Mm -hmm. And do we have one other member? Well, I'd like to, but... Oh, yeah. Okay. So be prepared to be taken to areas that uh, 
Great. Um, do we need a neighbourhood planner? Do we need? Yes, yeah, we've got yeah. one. Jill has to. Jill has to. Jill and I can probably. Yeah. Jill can't do it. Else so if by the end of January we could have an outline plan for when we meet again in the end of January, yeah. an outline plan of how the questions are going to look mm -hmm. to get printed. I mean, and I don't mind working from the sidelines. You know, other people. So what we're looking for is an outline plan to go to full council at the end of January. I've got lots of ideas. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Lovely. Excellent. So whilst we've got standing orders suspended and it, it kind of links to the next item I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you in and to keep the standing orders suspended. Can for I, the can next I, item. Can I just uh, I, I meant to uh, send this to Jerry but we haven't um, uh, quite managed to do it I'm a bit swamped for time at the minute. We've 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 had uh, bin bin walls at uh, Cheshire West for a long time. We've uh, we've we've long argued that our bin arrangements are inadequate on the high street in particular. We think we're into um, the home straight where we're actually going to be replacing the bins on the high street with some of the uh, compacter bins, so bigger bins, smarter bins that tell the council when they're. Uh, when they're full rather than uh, as an ending up with feast or famine. Um, this is an opportunity for Cheshire West to reduce the number of bins that we have uh, around the uh, around the town centre. So I'd be very interested if you could all take a look at the proposals and um, just feed any comments back to me. Well, re reduce but strategically place with larger. Where do we get hold of these plans? Uh, I'm going to drop them in the middle of the table and you can all okay. take one home with you. Oh, wow, that would be brilliant. <laughs> cool. We'll take one of our bins on the way home. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, so, so this, is, this has worked incredibly well in Chester City Centre. Yes. Um, um, you know, it, it sort of helps everybody um, in the arrangements. But again, as we, as we start to shape that consultation, there are opportunities for Cheshire West and Frodham Town Council to have some real conversations about who is best served. Because I think, you know, one of the ambitions that we talked about at the uh, away day session was keeping that Frodham pound in Frodham, you know, and, and using our taxpayer uh, funded services to really sort of try and generate, you know, more local employment, more. Um, you know, apprentice opportunities and, uh, you know, just, just be, become a little bit more sustainable in terms of how we use the council spend to look after, uh, you know, our own residents and, and local economy. Okay. Got just a question for you. Um, the, I was at the race, race course, if you remember, when we, we talked about the waste disposal situation coming from Cheshire West. Uh, indeed. And, <laughs> and um, the removal of the recycling small bins and replacing with large bins. Yes. Yes. So they'll be only delivered every two weeks. Sorry, emptied every two weeks instead of every week. Correct. Now, that could cause congestion and all sorts of other problems. Um, now, when is that plan to be put into, into being? because that's going to be a bit of a shock to some people. Uh, it, it will be, and I'm hoping that Cheshire West will um, uh, up its communications on that. We don't actually have a target date yet for the delivery of the 
blue bins to replace the boxes. Uh, we're thinking it's going to coincide with the start of the next municipal year, which will be April time. That is uh, sort of around the same time scales as people will be paying for their green garden waste bins. So it makes a huge amount of sense, but we've not had confirmation of it yet. Okay. So we're going to... So I'm afraid that, that one has uh, been de debated to death, and that is uh, the approach. Okay, so for everyone around the table, we're going to go to blue bins mm. of a wheelie bin size, and we're going to have two per household. Uh, we are, so potentially we will have four Big wheelie bins, bins per property. Four. Yes, because there's two. Oh, you'll still be happy. You'll have one to replace the your our red recycling box and one. Yes. Other. All right. yeah. I hate those boxes. Yeah. I hate them, yeah. But um, there is provision for people with limited space, isn't there? You don't have to have the wheelie bin if you have a terraced house with no garden or something like that. Yeah. They're talking, I mean, there's, there's been quite a lot of backlash in uh, places like Ellesmere Pool and Chester or any place. I'm going to move us on if that's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, I challenge you gently as a, as a town council? Um, this is a, a town council unlike many others in that we have um, quite a a lot to be proud of in Frodham and I, I feel quite passionately that our civics need, need to be revisited or rethought through. We have just managed to pass a hundred years of the Royal British Legion's existence, a hundred years the centenary has been and gone and we were the second only town in the whole of the United Kingdom to extend the freedom of the town to the Royal British Legion. And that anniversary sort of passed us by. Mm. And the, um, you know, uh, Diane and the team did a great uh, job this year of the poppies. But, you know, we've all driven round parts of, uh, parts, of, parts of the country where you know that there is a town that is proud on Remembrance Day. And unfortunately, I didn't see that in Frodham. And I think, uh, you know, if, if we could, you know, as a, as a future time, just have a little bit of a think about some important days. So we've got the Queen's Jubilee coming up. Well, why don't we put that into um, an events agenda? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. If, if, if we could, I'd be, I'd be hugely well, appreciative. But I'm just we'll quickly ask Lynn, I think um, you were asked to give a report before you came to the meeting so that we could read it all and then just ask you questions. So I'm, okay. I'm quite happy to do that, Bernie, if you're happy to read it. Yeah, so yeah, my, yeah. my report to you is going to be a really long one. Yeah, okay. Because, because every single report that I get from Cheshire West, you get. We made that the case so that you don't have to digest my agenda at meetings like this because you get drip-fed it one report a day or two or three a week. I'm just thinking for um, your time and our time, if you, like you and Chris, put whatever you've said tonight, I thought we'd already agreed that it would be given to us before our meetings and then we could read it and then we could just ask you questions on 
your report. I think there's some key issues, but I'm, I am going to move us on at this point mm. and we'll take it up separately as part of that working group as well. Okay. Um, Lynn, could you just stay just for the next item? I'm going to, I'm going to um, keep standing over suspended just for the next item right. on the agenda. Only because it's um, item uh, 84 and it's the away day. Um, so just really good to, to note um, we had the away day on the 1st of November. I think uh, most people would agree it was it was a it was a really positive session um, and, and yeah. kind of got us talking about other issues, wider issues, things we want to do as a council. There were just a couple of actions, um, Lynn, one for yourself. Uh, sorry, two actions, one for yourself and for Chris. And it was about the um, you can have a look um, and try and acquire legal documents and get some legal advice about the fraudulent markets charter. And the other one was about um, an initial discussion with relevant Cheshire West and Chester officers about the goods shed. I don't know if you have you got any feedback. So uh, on on the goods shed, uh, there is an asset review underway from Cheshire West. We've not yet had the conclusions of that, even though it finished some time ago. So uh, no no on the goods shed. Uh, even though uh, I was getting a bit carried away with the uh, uh, the, the waste consultants about what's possible with, uh, with that particular building, um, and we've also had a, um, a change in our monitoring officer as well. So I will remind them about the legal documents. Okay, thank you. Change in monitoring officer. What was that? A change in what, Lynn? Sorry. Oh, the monitoring officer, who's the uh, chief legal person. Yeah, yeah. So that. That's a new, a new person. Uh, so we've got a, an, an acting head of while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Smashing. Thank you very much, Lynn. That's great. So I'll reinstate standing orders. Can I just ask Lynn one really quick question before she goes away? Uh, these 13 bins here, um, what about some of the bins um, that aren't perhaps in locations that are on this map? So, say, for example, the bins at Saltworks, what happens to them? So they would they would stay as they currently are. Okay. They just wouldn't be these new fancy ones. No, and the the one that's not on there is the same builders bin. Okay. So we de definitely need a bigger bin. Well, the top yeah, of the same we've discussed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want yeah. us to feedback any comments to you, and then you'll take it to Cheshire West on our behalf? Yeah. No, that'd okay. Be, that'd be great. Thanks for your attendance. <laughs> okay. So. Um, the away day we've just had, um, Lynn's going to uh, nudge nudge on the, the legal documentation and the uh, goods shed. Um, so I think people said that they wanted to meet again in kind of that kind of setting, kind of an informal setting mm. so that we can continue to, to move that forward. Do people want to meet before Christmas? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the key. Yeah. Somebody's got to say it. Who's going to be the rude one? I've got enough going on. We do yeah. it in so the new should, year. Should we do something in January? Yeah. Find up for dates in January and circulate something yeah. for January. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, so, item eighty-five uh, to note the update of the neighbourhood plan. So I think Caroline, the steering group, continues to engage with interested stakeholders, yeah? Super, thank you. Uh, item 86, um, and that's the cemetery. 
Did um, anybody else have any questions about the neighbourhood plan? Because we never. Are, get... we, are we near to having it all approved? And... We don't know because Cheshire West are holding us up now. Right. How long have they had it now then? Months. I know. I thought it had gone. Months and months and months. But let's keep asking us questions. Okay. And the legislation keeps changing. This is just a note, really. I've circulated um, an email that was sent to the resident. I've only had a response to say that they're taking their own advice. Could I just ask on this? I, I wasn't at the meeting because I had got COVID at the time. What was the reason to allow them to have access. It was to visit, um, I think, a father her father, father's or father-in-law's grave can, at the cemetery. Can they not walk round? They could walk round. They requested because they, I think, they're going to repair some of the, uh, not the fencing, but they were going to put up. I think it was hedging, um, where a tree had, had come down, and they wanted to know whether they could use. And I think we gave them a couple of. Um, reasons about why we, we would accept them to use it as a public as, as their access into the cemetery um, on a number of terms. So so rather than them come out of their gate and walk round to the main entrance of the cemetery and go in like the normal public would do, they couldn't do that. They just needed a, 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 a nearer access. Point. Well, because there was a gap anyway, and they were using that gap um, and had been using that gap. He said that if they were prepared to put a gate gateway, um, does it set there. a precedent? Because I I've had people comment on that to me, mm -hmm. you know that, that somebody does that. Once somebody actually was trespassing and then makes a gap and then gets permission, to the gap the gap actually adjoins the yes. cemetery. Yes. Yeah, yeah I do understand that it adjoins yeah. it. I just couldn't see why they couldn't walk around. But the gap was there. It was in, it was a huge compost heap. And what they've done is tidied everything up and they moved a piece of fencing to give the boundary. And there was a natural gap there. So it could Well, that should have been towards not to have had the gap, shouldn't it, surely? No, because it's their boundary. Yeah. So who's responsible for it? I believe it's a shared boundary. Oh, is it a shared boundary? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, so we, we, we basically gave them permission um, to use it on under a certain set of circumstances. So right. what we're saying now is because of, of some of the issues that have arisen that we might need to get um, a legal licence for that. Um, so because they're the only beneficiary, we've asked them to um, pay for that licence arrangement to be drawn up. I think we had quotes of between 250 and 450 to do that. I think they come back and said that they want to they, get their they, own want, quotes. they want to get their own quotes, but uh, the licence remains with Frobsham Town Council, so it would be our solicitors that okay. we would be using. And is this going to be forever from this property? No, while they own the property. Only, only while they own the property. So and the then property what if other people come into that property and say, well, we'd like to have a wander through that gate? Well, they wouldn't have the right because the licence would be revoked on the sale of the property. What if they yeah, it goes to tenants in perpetuity? So they, I'm just worried so that it's going to end up a oh, permit yes. fixed. Mm. You know, because they may not it may stay in the family that property and 
Is it harming anyone? Yeah, does it hurt anyone that they have access? No, the, the issue that was raised with me by a couple of people, it's just in my chat, oh. that they were saying, well, supposing somebody else does that somewhere else, either with another piece of FTC land okay. somewhere. Does it, it hurt? No, no, I just oh, no. wanted to know well, the do process. Do we end up with anybody who neighbours a piece of FTC land can have a gate with access onto it? Does it sound like they're not willing to pay this fee and that's why they're consulting no, I don't, I don't know. I went from one meeting that we were dead against it and mm. we tried to block it up and everything and then obviously I wasn't attending the next meeting and it had been approved so I didn't know the thought process mm -hmm. that had gone into allowing it when we'd all been, no, we shouldn't have this happening. I think they came to, um, as members of the public to speak at a meeting and then we agreed that we would meet with them separately just to understand exactly what what they wanted, where, what it looked like. Um, and they have they have improved how it looks and they said they've planted some hedging there. Um, we also say that once the cemetery reaches that part as well, it was going to be closed off. Correct. Yeah. So I so don't even think it's, it's, it's okay. only while that part of the cemetery is not being yeah. used as well. So that'll have to be in the legal It document. is. Right. Okay. So it, it, was, it was part of our terms right. with them to say that it's once... I didn't understand how it progressed the... from no yeah. to yes. <laughs> Sorry, I... So. I, I, I'm not sure I understand now that you've said that, made that statement about that, because that part of the same cemetery is now being used. No, as the graves go up to it, I think that's what we said. So I, I've not got my notes. So yeah, the graves up to the entrance for where they have their entrance. So, so it's a couple of rows. Correct? Yeah. So once the graves come up to the, the where their entrance would be, at that point in time, they would have to use the public entrance because we wouldn't want them walking it across other And that would have to be made good where the gate is. It can be made good, they could, they could still potentially, the gate could remain um, I just don't a bit use locked. It. Yeah. So when will that, that actually arise? Because we've started using the new part of the cemetery, so presumably that site will not be used for a long time. I don't know, Caroline. I don't know, because now we're in the new bit. Mm -hmm. You know, there's loads and loads and loads of room. Yeah. But the, uh, there's about two rows to go in the new bit, and then it is uh, by that entrance so at that point the entrance would be no longer available. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about all sections of the cemetery, we're talking about where we are working now in the cemetery, which is under the new section. And how will we know they're not going to use that gate? They would just have to be told not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we wouldn't burn anyway. I think we need to be very clear with them, because I don't actually remember saying that. I, I have to be honest. Okay. It's in all the documents. It, yeah, it's in, it's in the docs, but so, we're waiting for them to come back. Yeah, and until then, they shouldn't be using it because they have no license. I wouldn't want someone's grave no. to be there and then someone being at the grave and then someone tottering through to... Exactly, which is I why... Mean, this, yeah, not very respectful. No, which is why we set that down I think one a of the condition. reasons, Bernie, is because their relative is actually very close to that side. Right. Um, and so they can just go through. And they find it very consoling because... Um, you know, it was a, it was a COVID death. So. Could they not buy that plot to make sure that no headstone or burial happened there so that they no. can keep the access to the no. gate? No, it's not the way the burial, these cemetery regulations okay. operate. Okay. Um, we only take a booking of a grave for somebody who is actually deseased, so a no relative. We don't pre book. Okay, you said to put a deposit down on something. I'm on that. All right. So, right, thank you for that. that okay? I just needed it to know. Yeah, you're welcome. The thought process. That's fine. Uh, item 87, which is the clerk report. 
Um, all, I, all I was doing here was putting in a staffing report, really, and that's just to say we have a member of staff who started work with us on the 5th of July, um, settled in really, really well, we've worked well together, she fitted in well as, the, as part of the team. Um, her appraisal was done on the 15th of November and um, all is going very well. Another member of staff has, as, as agreed by council, reduced hours and he's now uh, cemetery clerk. Um, so that is working fine. There's still some overlap at the moment because um, uh, the other member of staff is training up the new member of staff as well. Um, so that, that's it on staffing really. Um, the appraisals are booked for uh, two reception staff. I explained how reception staff, how their contracts work in another email, so I don't need to go into that now. Um, and the only other thing I've got here in under Clark's report, really, is amenities committee meeting to set budget. We need to do that before the 10th of January when the budget setting meeting is. Um, so I would propose that we would hold that meeting after the planning meeting on the 13th of December, as we have in the past. Is that acceptable? Um, yeah, it's acceptable. Um, can I also ask then, if you're booking in appraisals, uh, Joe, with your staff, can we get yours booked in? I don't want us to get into a yeah. position where we were late with yours again. Yeah, I think yeah. you've got that. You have that in hand. Didn't you? Okay. We did. I think Joe's personal circumstances yeah, have delayed yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, we will do that. Okay. Can I just ask one question? And it's just something that arose this week. Um, I don't know who posts on Facebook on behalf of FTC. Who admin staff? Right, it was just that whoever it was, it was under an FTC logo, was promoting the Christmas Grotto at the Arts Centre when there was already a fraudulent festival one. And it was a bit opposing, I thought. I can see what you're saying there, and that will have gone up because we we do promote anything, yeah. everything that the Arts Centre do. Yeah, I just thought it charity. was a bit like, I know it was on the same day, but surely we should be, be seen to... I don't know that, I, that staff can pick and choose which notices they're not going to put up. Right, it just seemed a bit of a conflicting thing when we've got the festival and then, and the Arts Centre is like a private... Well, it's not, it's a charity. Yeah, but, yeah... Yeah, point point taken. Should it been under the FTC logo, really? That's what I was thinking. I see. I see what you're saying. Thank you. Okay.